What's up, everybody? My name is Lamar Kendrick. Welcome to Street Preacher, Christian Self-Help Podcast. Check me out on LamarKendrick.com. Enjoy the ride. Hello, everyone. My name is Lamar, and this is my podcast. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. Um, Today, what we're going to be talking about is fear. Last time we talked about faith and faith and fear is total opposite. So if we don't have faith, then we have fear. And if we have fear, then we can't do the will of God in our lives. Fear is huge. And the reason why I say fear is huge is because it has stopped so many people from living their life. So many people have went to their grave and never lived the life that they was meant to live because of the fears that they have. They didn't want to take chances. They didn't want to take risks. They didn't want to believe God. And because of that, they didn't do the things that they were supposed to do. They didn't get a chance to reach the people that they were supposed to reach. And what I want to do with this podcast or this episode of the podcast, which is fear, is give a face to fear and give a face to what it can do to us and what it has done to us. And this is what I want to do with this podcast. So we're going to go through some scriptures and we're going to do a lot of talking as always and let God reveal to us what fear is. I um, have faced fear most of my life. Like I told you guys before, I'm legally blind and growing up legally blind was really hard for me. It was challenging for me because, um, like I said, I could not completely see, but I could not not see either. And because of that, a lot of people looked at me in different ways and because they looked at me in different ways, I had a lot of fear. I didn't want people to know about my eyes and I tried to hide it for most of my life. And that was never good because the only thing that did would prevent me from getting to where I need to go in my life a little bit sooner than now. So um, fear is damaging. Fear is crippling. And fear is deadly. And I really want everybody to understand that. Fear can stop you from being a doctor. It can stop you from being a lawyer. It can stop you from being a teacher. It can stop you from being an athlete. It can stop you from being an entertainer. It can stop you from being a child of God that represent God and do God's will in their life. So that's how powerful fear is. And once fear get a hold of you, it doesn't want to let go. And I need you to understand that how something can grab on you so tight that it won't let you go. And if you don't shake it with the word of God, you can't shake it away. The only way you can get rid of fear is through the word of God. And the only reason why you can get through the word of God is because of your faith. Because fear can't stand up against faith. But faith can stand up against fear. But you can't have both of them. You can't have fear and faith. So in this sharing today, I want to really deal with fear and talk about it. And I want you to think about your own life and think about how fear have came into your life and what has it done to you. Because fear can shape you just like faith can shape you. Faith just shaped you in a good, positive way. And fear shaped you in a bad, negative way. 
but they both can shape you. And you got to ask yourself, how do you want to be shaped? Do you want to be shaped by faith or do you want to be shaped by fear? And what I mean by shaping you is that it can have your life be something that is far below par of what you want your life to be. Far below par of what God said your life's supposed to be. Because in John chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus said that I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. But I question if we are living that more abundant life, are we truly happy with our lives? Are we truly complete with our lives? Or have we allowed fear to come into our lives and hold us back from being truly happy and truly complete? I asked that question, but I want you to ask yourself that question. I want you to look at your life and see if your life is what you want it to be or you need it to be and see if your life is what God said it can be. And if your life is not what you want it to be or what you need it to be, and if it's not what God said it can be, then more than likely fear had came into your life and prevented you from getting there. Now, the good thing about it is that just because fear had come into your life and prevented you to this point, once you understand what it is, it does not have to prevent you anymore. So that's the good thing about it. So hopefully in this sharing, you will see some scriptures or you will hear something that I'm saying that will click something in your mind or in your heart to go, you know what? I have been experiencing fear and I have been letting fear get to me, but no more. I'm done with that. I'm going to activate my faith and I'm going to move forward with God. So now before we get started, I want to share something about what fear have done to me and what it continues to try to do to me if I allow it. Growing up, as I said, I had an eye condition, optic atrophy, and I was labeled legally blind. And because of that fear, I didn't do my best in school. I didn't um, rise to the person that I could be. I didn't do my best in sports because of that fear. I didn't do my best in a lot of areas of my life because of that. And that continued for a great deal of my life, not just when I was a kid in elementary, but when I got to middle school and, and when I got to high school and when I went to college and when I just started living life, that fear was constantly there and telling me what I could not be. And because I allowed that fear to develop in my life, I believed that fear. And because I believed that fear, I didn't rise to the level that God know I can rise to or God expected me to rise to or God told me that I could rise to because of that fear. And that allowed my life to be less than what it could be. And when your life is less than what it could be, there's sadness in your life a great deal of the time. And there's pain in your life a great deal of the time. And there's confusion in your life a great deal of the time. And these are the things that fear breeds. It, it breeds pain and it breathe sadness and it breathes confusion and that's how it lives and as you get rid of the sadness and as you get rid of the confusion then you actually are getting rid of the fear and God word help us to get rid of the fear by replacing the fear with faith and in this sharing we're going to learn what faith can do for you or in the last sharing we did learn what faith can do for you, but in this sharing, we're going to learn a little bit more about faith as well as learn about fear. But growing up, 
yeah, it affected me. And I wasn't a happy kid and I was depressed a great deal of the time because of my fears and I would do good, but I wouldn't do my best. And that really showed in the classroom and it showed on sports teams. I was really a great athlete. I played football really well and I played basketball really well and I ran track really well. And when we was playing on the playground and it wasn't structured in the sense of a coach and a team, I was fantastic. Everybody wanted me on their team. But when it came to being on a organized, structured team, I did not do it well because when you was on an organized team, you had to read the plays. And my eyes was what they were, and I couldn't read the plays like everybody else. So I would go and I would hide and, and find a way not to be my best. And that's another thing that fear does. It Fear causes you to hide. But the thing about hiding is that if you hide, you can't face your issue. If you can't face your issue... You're never going to deal with your issue. And if you're never going to deal with your issue, then you can't solve your issue. So all those years that I was hiding, I wasn't dealing with. And all those years I wasn't dealing with, I wasn't overcoming. So if I wasn't overcoming because of my fear, then that means that I was being overcome by my fear. And it took a lot of years and a lot of things that I went through and a lot of frustration and a lot of depression and a lot of sadness to where I realized that something had to give. Something in my life had to give. I, I couldn't continue along this path. I could not continue being sad. I could not continue being depressed. I could not continue being fearful. Something had to give. And during this time, I was always into the work. And I've been into the work for a long time. But in that area of my life, I wasn't allowing the word to penetrate my life like it should or it could. I was doing enough to get by. But I wasn't doing enough to live that more than abundant life as God says in his word, we're supposed to live. And when I finally decided to let go of the fear, that is when I finally decided to tell people about my eye condition. I quit hiding and I let people know, hey, hey, my name is Lamar and, you know, blah, 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 and blah, 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 whatever I had to say to them. But then I would always end it with, hey, and I have an eye condition. So you might see me and you might wave at me and I might not wave back. And it's not like I'm being rude. It's just I don't see you. And people really took to it way better than what I thought they was going to take to it. I had in my mind, because of my fear, I had in my mind how they was going to laugh at me and how they was going to talk about me and how they wasn't going to understand my situation. But once I finally expressed it to them, they really understood and they was quite helpful. I had a lot of jobs where they did everything and went beyond the call of duty to help me to feel as normal as I could. You know, even though I had an eye condition where I couldn't do everything that they could do. And that was God showing me that all that time you were letting that fear hinder you. You had a whole lot of people out here that I had out here to help you. So I learned that lesson. And because I learned that lesson, I will not allow fear to control or govern my life ever again. Now, that doesn't mean that fear don't come in my life and try to govern my life. And that doesn't mean sometimes it catch me. And I give into it. But what that means is that I'm more aware of it. And because I'm more aware of it, I can catch it quicker. And because I can quicker catch it quicker, I can deal with it better. And because I can deal with it better, I can overcome it faster. And that's what it is. So I want you to look in your life and, and, and think about areas of your life where fear has come into your life and has had a hold on you. I mean, fear can mess up your marriage. Fear can mess up your relationship. 
Fear can mess up your raising of your children or the relationship that you have with your children. Fear can mess up a friendship. Fear can mess up your job. Fear can mess up your health. So these are all the things that fear can do. And this is what fear does. It comes to mess up. It don't come to build up. It comes to mess up. And the only thing that can stop it from messing up is if you change that fear to faith. Because faith comes to build up. So it's important to understand what that is. And as I learned what that was, I became more stronger and more bolder in my life. And I started claiming more victories and living more victories and being able to share more victory with other people and help other people to develop a life of victories in their life. So that's my story about how fear affected me and how fear at times still tried to affect me. Before we get started, I want to say a word of prayer because I believe it's important to always say a word of prayer before I do this podcast and let God take over the situation. Thank you, Father, for your words and how they are encouraging and how they bless us tremendously. Thank you, Father, how your words build us up and how your words help us to get over situations that seem impossible to get over. Thank you, Father, for us not allowing fear to come into our lives and control our lives and take over our lives, but letting you, through faith, help us to build a life that is worthy of what your word said your people are supposed to be living. So I thank you for the word that's going to go out at this time and that they fall on ears that want to hear your word and they fall on hearts that want to believe your word and people take action on these words. I thank you for this in the name of your beloved son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So now that, um, you know, we talked a little bit about what fear is and what fear does to you, I want to go to the word because there is no better place to understand fear than God's word. And in God's word is where everything that we need to know about how to deal with fear, how to notice fear, and how to overcome fear will be. So, first thing I want to do, I want to go to um, Mark chapter 4, verse 40. And this is Jesus Christ talking to his disciples. And he's asking them a question. And sometimes God asks us a question, not because God don't know the answer, but he asks us the question because he wants us to think about what is being asked. Because we forget sometimes. And when we forget, we don't do. So in Mark chapter 4, verse 40, it says, He said unto his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? So Jesus is saying, You know what? I'm not understanding this. I'm kind of confused about this situation because you've been with me and you saw me and you see how I move through the world and you see how I deal with situations. And we talked and I talked and you got it. But I'm not understanding why you're still afraid. Have you not developed your faith yet? Because the only thing that can conquer your fear is your faith. So if you're still possessing fear, then you are not working on your faith. And that's confusing to me because the whole point of me being here is to help you develop your faith, not to help you keep your fears. And that's a really good question because in our lives, we have to ask ourselves when we're afraid of something, why are we afraid of it? If through the word of God, we've been taught not to be afraid. If through the word of God, we have been taught to claim victories from the word of God, if we have been taught to be bold, and if from the word of God, we have been taught that God is with us, then there's no reason for us to be afraid of whatever goes on in this world, because whatever goes on in this world, God is with us. So Jesus just asked them a basic question. 
Why are you still afraid? And have you not still developed your faith? Because if you have developed your faith, you would not be afraid. So now what I want everybody to do is go to 2 Timothy, verse 1. Sorry, 2 Timothy, chapter 1, verse 7. Give everybody a chance to get there. Remember, 2 Timothy, chapter 1, verse 7. And in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, it states, For God did not give us a spirit of timidness, and that timidness is fear, but a spirit of power, of love, and of self-discipline. So God is telling you, hey, if you have fear, it's not from me. Because I didn't give you that. It's like a parent telling you, if you know, um, you're acting up, and your parents never act up. And they go, I don't know why you acting up because you didn't get that from me. I, I didn't act up. I didn't act up in the classroom. I didn't talk back to the teacher. I didn't run out the classroom. I was in the class. I was doing my work. I was listening. So I don't know where you got that from, but you didn't get it from me. And that's what God is saying. God is saying, hey, I didn't give you fear. So you didn't get that from me. Because I don't want you to be afraid because I understand what afraid fear can do to you. I understand how fear can stop you. So you didn't get that from me. He's like, but what you did get from me was power. And you got power from me to overcome your fear. You got love from me because love will overcome your fear. And you have a self-disciplined mind from me because a self-disciplined mind can help you to overcome your fear. So I need you to understand what you got from me and what you didn't get from me because it's fear. You didn't get from me. But power, love, and a disciplined mind, yeah, that was me. I gave you that. So it's important to understand that God don't want us to have fear. So if God don't want us to have fear, and God didn't give us fear, then we shouldn't have fear. And if we do have fear, we have to let it go because God didn't give it to us. So whatever God didn't give us, give to us, he didn't want us to have. And whatever God gave to us, he wanted us to have. So now what I want everybody to do is go to Romans chapter 8. Verse 15. I'm going to give you a second to get there. Okay. In Romans chapter 8, verse 15, it states, For you did not receive a spirit that make you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship. And by him, we cry, Abba, Father. So once again, God is stating what you didn't get, and he's stating what you did get. God is saying what he did give you and what he didn't give you. He's saying, hey, check this out. For you did not receive a spirit to make you a slave again to fear. God, like, I didn't want you to be a slave and I'm not making you a slave. And a slave to fear, to where fear control your life and you don't do this because of fear. You don't do that because of fear or you're afraid to take this chance or that chance or you're afraid of this person or that person because of your fear and it's, slave, it's enslaving you. I didn't give you that, but I did give you sonship. You are part of the family of God. You are my child and you have all the rights that my child has and none of my kids have fear. Have you met my son, Jesus? If you met my son, Jesus, if you heard about my son, Jesus, then you know that son didn't have no fear. He couldn't have no fear to do what he did. So you can't have no fear either. And we cry, Abba, Father, because I am your dad. And you got what your dad gave you. And your dad gave you sonship. Your dad gave you power. Your dad gave you love. And your dad gave you a sound, disciplined mind. 
That's what I gave you. So this fear that you're walking around with, that's not from me. And if it's not from me, I don't want you to have it. Now, this faith, I want you to have. Because the thing that we got to realize is that if we develop our faith, we will not have time to have fear. But if we do not develop our faith in God, we will have time to have fear. And that fear will capture us and that fear will enslave us. But God said, I need you to work on your faith. I need you to believe in me. I need you to trust in me. I need you to rely on me. And if you trust and rely and have confidence in me, I will take care of you. And there will be nothing for you to fear. So now what I want everybody to do is go to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 6. And I'm going to give you a second to get there. And in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 6, it states, So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? So listen to the bonus of the statement. It says, I will have confidence. And if you have confidence, you cannot have fear. You cannot have fear and confidence. You can have confidence and no fear, or you can have fear and no confidence. But you can't have both. And God wants you to understand that. He needs you to understand this. For that when you are dealing with fear, you got to realize that at this time, I'm not having confidence. But once you get rid of that fear, you got to realize that I am having confidence and I am believing in God. And then he wants us to know that he's our helper. God is our helper. He helps us through trying times. He helps us through hard situations. So we have to understand that. And because God is our helper, we don't have to be afraid. How can we be afraid if God is our helper? It's impossible to be afraid and have God as your helper. The only time you can be afraid if you don't believe that God is your helper. And God, he says, we're not afraid of what man can do to us. And I know the world teaches us that we should be afraid of what man can do to us. Because man can destroy us in the way of physically or financially or socially or mentally or all the other way. But man can't touch us spiritually. And since man can't touch us spiritually, we don't need to be afraid of him. God got us. Unless man is greater than God, why are we worried about man? We need to trust God, rely on God, and have confidence in God, and not go through this world fearing what man can do to us, because man can't do anything to us as long as we have faith in God and walk with God. No matter what they do, it doesn't affect us in the way to where it takes us away from God, and we are not fearing them. So now I want everybody to go, and we're going to close with Psalms chapter 46, verse 1. But it's important to understand that fear is always to enslave. Fear is always to slow you down. Fear is always to stop you. Fear is always to hinder you. Fear is always to make you hide. And none of those things are of God. And in Psalms 46 verse 1, it states, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. So, a lot of times when I was a kid and something was going on with me, I ran to my house because my house was my refuge. I felt protected and I was protected in there because my mom was there and my mom wasn't going to let anything happen to me. And that's what God is saying. He's like, I'm your refuge. You can always come to me. It doesn't matter what time it is. It doesn't matter what situation you're in. It doesn't matter your circumstances. It doesn't matter. I'm your refuge. You can always come to me. And I will take care of you. And I will help you get rid of that fear. Because I know fear is like a cancer. And it eats at you. And it eats you up. And eventually it kills you. I need you to have faith. For it can build you up. And cause you to live. So I'm your refuge. 
And not only am I your reference, but I'm your strength. So when you feel like that fear is so overpowering, all you have to do is pray to me. All you have to do is trust in me. All you have to do is rely on me. And I will overcome those troubles. Because I am your strength. I am your spiritual muscle. And I help you to develop spiritual muscles to where you can be strong, to where fear come, it has to back down because you flexing. And you flexing your spiritual muscle. And fear cannot handle your spiritual muscle. And not only that, but in whenever there's danger, I'm there. I'm there for you. It's not like you call me and I don't answer. It's not like you're not going to do it and I don't open it. It's not like you don't talk to me and I don't hear you. It's not like you're going through something and I'm away from you. I'm always there. So there's nothing to be afraid of because I'm always there with you because I'm your guide and I love you and I care for you. And I don't want you to have anything in your life that's going to cause you to live less life than the life that I told you you're supposed to live. So I want everybody to really think about this and go back on these scriptures and really think about what God is saying in these scriptures. He's telling us that he's there for us. He tells us what we're supposed to have and what we're not supposed to have. He tells us what fear does to us and what faith does to us. He tells us that it's more important to have faith than to have fear. We should not have fear at all, but we should always have faith. So I want everybody to really think about this and reflect on this. And if you have to listen to this more than once, go ahead because I am. You know, even though I'm the one sharing it, I'm going to listen to it over and over again because I need to believe this too, and I need to believe this all the time. So, Father, I want to thank you for these words that you brought to our attention, that we can look at your scriptures and understand what you feel about these situations and what you say about these situations and how we are supposed to move through this world and move through this world not having fear, but demonstrating faith. Thank you, Father, for your greatness and your mercy in the name of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.